It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everyone, to the Obtuse Angles Podcast with Kyle and Jeremy. Kyle Fields, comedian, podcaster, unemployed radio broadcaster. Jeremy, bam, bam, boom, boom, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Iron Mike, the professor, the southern dandy, flyboy, the golden child. Ten minutes on either side of putting a ham in the smokehouse. Stacko Lee, Sutherland. Also, a comedian, a former indie worker, a podcaster, an IT man to the dang old stars, and sweet mother of God, we have literally never recorded so many episodes in a row that never saw in the light of day. So at this point, I don't even know. I mean, I feel like this is like a failing relationship. Like, like, like what, what we say doesn't matter, and it's all just depressing. Jeremy, what's going on? You know, it's so funny, man. I, I, gotta, I sit through that intro... Uh, just over 300 times now, and it has never occurred to me. Do you remember on uh, like WCW Saturday Night or WWE Saturday Night Main Events, uh, they would bring out the uh, the over guy, you know, the one like the mid-carder or the main eventer, and they would give him this amazing entrance oh, yeah. or whatever, and it would take him five minutes to come out to the ring, and then he'd be wrestling like Rip Rogers, and they'd be like, and in the blue corner! Weighing in at 230 pounds, Rip Rogers. Like, it's it's so funny. It's like you're the you're the jobber in this show who comes out first and you say a couple of things, right. and then I'm fucking Ric Flair and I come out from Charlotte, North Carolina, and I got a big fucking robe and stuff. Yeah, and the limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, <laughs> wheeling, dealing, son of a gun. That's right. The 16-time heavyweight champion. Man, we have recorded a lot of stuff this week and none of it is gonna it's just it's in the garbage can, yeah right? so I mean, uh not to bog you down in the details at all but uh man oh man you know last week we recorded this very episode and it was great and my audio uh no i that i lost my audio and that was my fuck up and it sucked right so we are yeah. going to be talking dango theme park disasters we're going to be talking about same with some of the same ones that we already did but i don't want it to feel the same for us uh, I want it to feel fresh. We're going to be doing different ones. We're going to be saving some of the big ones for a future episode. So that being said, I lost that episode. It sucked. And what did I do? What did we do, Jeremy? We recorded not one, but two 
more episodes. And we did that because we weren't going to be able to record on our usual day of Sunday. So on Thursday, we recorded two. It was going to be a make good episode. We felt we felt really bad about you guys not getting an episode. Seriously. So we were like, you know, record one, release it, and then a couple of days later, they'll get next Monday's right. episode. We were so we did really two. set to take care of you guys. And then Kyle just... Fuck well, that was not my you. fault. We had the two stupid news episodes, which were hilarious. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, man, we got two out of the way. That's fucking awesome. I go back to listen to my audio. And if you remember a few months back, uh, we also missed a couple of days of an episode because my audio had a problem where it made my voice sound distorted and also kind of like Barry White. And mm. I, I kind of sat on that for a second because I was like, man, it sounds like I should be selling chicken fingers. This shit is sexy. But no, yeah. it was just too fucky. We couldn't use it. So I bought a, a new microphone, $300 microphone. I love this sure microphone. And uh, lo and behold, it wasn't the microphone. So I spent $300 <laughs> on this issue that returned just last week when we attempted to record. So I believe it's a problem with Audition. So uh, we're no longer using Audition. At least I'm not to record. We're using Audacity. I hope to God, Jeremy, this episode Mm. sees the light of fucking day. What do you say? Well, I think for recording, Audacity is great. And, you know, oh, wait, wait. This isn't that kind of show. Never mind. (laughs) All right. So, Dude, I was all set. I was all set to give my opinions on this software because... You know, I just sit around and do that with a bunch of fucking kissless virgins for 10 hours a day, five days a week. And I, I don't know. I, force of habit, man. Yeah. Good to see that your job is going well. I, you know, I said yeah. this in one of the lost tapes. That's just what I'm going to refer to all the missing episodes as the lost tapes uh, that I called you in the <laughs> middle of the day. And, you know, you were working. You're working at home, right? You're doing your IT yeah. man to the stars gig. And uh, I mm-hmm. swear to God, I have never heard anybody more miserable at anything like it was like listening to don rickles riff on himself for like i don't know how the conversation went 20 straight minutes because like you'd be Mm -hmm. like yeah hold on man i'm in the middle of this fucking piece of shit cocksucking asshole job hold on one second hi how's it going yeah okay please hold fucking kill me eat my ass i don't care burn this hat down and it was like the best thing i've ever heard in my life it's like you recorded me at work and, and you're playing it back for me right now. I've been playing it back in my head the last fucking five days every time I feel down about myself. Like, it just puts a smile on my face. So, I call it. always you, be worse. Bro, man. So, but yeah. So, anyway, your job's going well. Job's going well. Huh? Yeah, I, I really like it. And I think the, 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 the company I work for is great. They have a real vision. <laughs> and uh, and they, they know they know exactly what they want to achieve oh and how to go God. about achieving it. And uh, we're just all along for the ride with excellent pay and uh, just unprecedented benefits. It's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing that in, in no way makes me want to uh, kill everybody in my family and then turn the gun on myself. That's for damn sure. I've told I've told the story before, so I'm not going to tell it again. But one time, I got my penis stuck inside of the real touch uh, robot vagina. Mm. Okay. I didn't realize. No, I think about that all the time. I didn't, you think yeah. about my job. I think about that all the time. I didn't realize that lubrication had to go inside of this thing. Like we said before, it was a sex machine hooked mm-hmm. up to your laptop. It, it went with a porno blowjob scenes. And it's hard to believe that a that a bunch of bone dry rubber would grab a hold of your penis and not let go. Well, I didn't know. I was just so excited to use this thing. I didn't read the instructions. Sure, sure. And I didn't realize that you had to put lubrication 
into the lubrication reservoir so your penis doesn't get stuck inside of this. So, it, you know, it gets stuck, whatever, big deal. I call uh, customer service. And again, it was not Rajit, you know, uh, in, in, you know, uh, Alabama via uh, Bangkok. No, it was a man in California, a delightfully gay man. He was a, he was a gentleman. And we, we, we chatted about the weather in California. He was so happy. If, if that man could be that happy at his job, why can't yeah. you? Why can't you sitting there in your fucking thug mansion? Oh, I well, it depends on who. You, I mean, if you ask my therapist, I think it's a, it's an underlying issue uh, that has nothing to do with my job. It's it's something else. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. Let's just get this started really quickly. Uh, we're going to be talking about some of these theme park disasters. I love going to theme parks, man. Fucking Kings Island. I grew up going there in Cincinnati. Um, you know, Universal Studios. I love, God damn, I love that place. So what about you? Did you also grow up a fan of roller coasters? Did you ride the beast a thousand times? Or were listen, you one of these Listen, man, pussies? listen. And if fat kids don't like to be turned upside down and shaken <laughs> and all that stuff, we just, we're like a, a gremlin. We have a specific set of rules. And if you don't follow them, there's trouble. And so I never cared much for roller Except coasters. Except your rules until... were feed me after midnight <laughs> and before midnight. Oh, if you better feed me. Yeah, you better feed me before and after midnight. So the, the whole family had packed up one summer. We went to uh, Kings Island, as everybody I'm sure uh, in this area is familiar with Kings Island. And it was me and my sister. So help me and God. My two older... if, you, if you start telling me the script to fucking Vegas vacation, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> No, 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 no. My well-meaning father. No, 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 no. So the park was closed that day. and We ran into John Candy. Yeah, um, here we go. <laughs> and they left me with my older brothers who were 15 and 17. And I had to follow them around the park. And, of course, they rode all the big fucking rides. Well, I was a scared kid. I didn't know. So I, didn't, so I wind up having to ride all these legendary roller coasters for the first time ever in my life. Completely scared to death. And I still, to this day, every time we have like a family reunion or family get together, I'll tell my brother, I'll just look him in the eye and say, I fucking hate your guts. You know what? You're from Lawrenceburg. You're what you were nine. So by that point you were already drinking. I mean, that's a whole fucking lot to throw on yeah, a kid his first time. Yeah. Hey, uh, this is a whole lot to throw on somebody's first time. I'm going to read this from Goliath. Uh, Coaster accidentally switches tracks. At Silver Dollar City, Christ Almighty, that's horrifying. Silver Dollar City, located in Missouri, is one of America's most successful amusement parks. Fire in the Hole, a three-story steel-enclosed roller coaster, is a favorite amongst amusement park enthusiasts for its dated production values and the peculiar concept of the ride. I love the dated production. Well, something tells me that this might be the cause of some of these things. <laughs> uh, it's also the ride responsible for the only fatality in a Silver Dollar City since its doors opened in 1960. On July 9th, 1980, 23-year-old James Frederick Polly was one of several passengers riding a train on the fire in the hole, which was mistakenly thought to be empty. The train was switched from the main tracks onto a maintenance track heading towards a storage area with a low-hanging door. Maintenance workers shouted at the passengers to duck, but Polly failed to react and smashed his head on the door. Ooh, the, the, the ride opened two days later. God damn, that would have been me. That would I would have been the the fucking the high motherfucker trying to have a good time in that, and then he'll duck, duck, what? Gee, smack the face? 
Yeah, killed him. Fucking probably took his head off like in Highlander, bro. Oh, man. Well, I don't think I would I would say probably scanners would probably be a better comparison at this point. I don't right? think you know, where it's just like the head liquefies at that, at that kind of speed. Oh, my God. That's I mean, that is the most horrible. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being the person on the cart behind him? Like, bro. Yeah. Or that shotgun scene from the Prowler. Remember when the dude jumps up on the hood and shoots the guy with a double barrel in the face? And <laughs> that was that's Tom Savini. You know it was good. It was Tom Savini. Talk about some great production values. Uh, anyway, yeah, man. <laughs> you know, brother died. Uh, you know, it's sad. This is sad, too. You know, Coaster. Did the job. He did the job for the Coaster Company. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a deadly combination. Roller coasters are required to list all potential health hazards for those who dare to ride them. If you've been to Kings Island, you've seen this. Unfortunately, some people failed to take these warnings seriously. This was the case in 1976 at Bush Gardens in Tampa Bay. For weeks, the park was advertising their new ride on television with the tagline, quote, I challenged the python and lived. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, this is great. Uh, the city was buzzing with anticipation for Python's opening on April 25th, 1976. Four days before the ride was set to open, Bush Gardens treated the press with an advanced ride. Stan Hoyer, a 39-year-old, 6'3", 340-pound man with a heart condition, Lord have mercy, uh, was one of the local reporters who was offered this privilege. Sadly, he had a heart attack from the experience and died. The ride's tagline was removed shortly afterwards, and the warning sign was doubled in size. <laughs> wow. I, bro, you know what? At that, that's, like that, Like, that's the thing. Like, well, they tried to read it, but one guy didn't have his glasses on, and he was squinting, and he couldn't make out all the warnings on it, so let's double the size. I'm sure that that's what caused it. It was, it was a guy unable to read that sign. I mean, here's the thing. This was 1976. This was opened, I believe, right before the Beast. This would have been a wooden coaster. I'm not trying to be uh, insensitive here. But if a wooden coaster from the 70s took you out, you a fucking puss. I mean, seriously. <laughs> this ain't one of these, you know, goddamn Superman zero G's motherfuckers where it's like reversing yeah. you and shit. This is what, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Wooden coasters are my favorite. I'm not trying to shit talk the beast. But as fun as they are, I don't think, you know, I don't see anybody's fucking jaw slamming back like a rubbery dog cartoon character. So, you know what I'm talking about? Like, just... <laughs> Oh, oh no. How are you taken out by a coaster that doesn't even have a loop in it, you pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the litmus? Is that the litmus for the for the type of coaster that can kill you as it has to it has to if it if it doesn't do a loop then then you were soft as well, just, I mean look, let's say that they fucking put heaven into, you know, bodegas or whatever. I don't fucking know. And like there's sure. you know, you're grouped with the people who died and they're all sitting around and you know this guy's like oh man what happened to you bro oh i forgot the duck in my head exploded like in scanners oh <laughs> wicked what happened to you bro oh i was going upside down and it cut me in half and my head rolled into my fiance's arms whoa crazy what happened to you bro well i was on a wooden coaster and i was really fat and it was kind of going downhill and i just i'd had a hamburger that day you know and i had a heart attack maybe he was on cocaine i don't know no, you know how many people have offered me cocaine in my life? Like two. Really? 
Yeah, like I thought it was going to be so many more. Cons- uh, You're fucking due to the, those those tapes that they showed us in health class. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, you are hanging out with the wrong people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I for for somebody who was in rock bands in the nineties yeah. and what. Were, we, were you just going to, were you playing Christian show? No, if you played Christian shows, you'd be getting way more cocaine and, twi- way more and cocaine. twice more anal. I'll tell you that. And twice more underage girls. I can't believe that you didn't fucking. Wow. All right. That's, that's just fucking sad. No, no, don't get me wrong. Listen, I always had cocaine. Okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> I just, I wasn't ever, I wasn't offered it for free very often. And of course, you know, I took it when I could. So you remember, uh, it was a, f- few years back i guess it's been i don't know 2007 maybe the 13 year old girl at at six flags who lost both of her feet on that ride dude that was such a huge story i mean like because obviously it happened in kentucky and we grew up there and everybody was talking about it but uh i just oh, it was nuts i remember but it was like i think tosh had a bit about it or something like i think <laughs> It was crazy, man. Yeah, I remember that. I, I could I could see that. Here's the article. I got the article pulled up. It says a 13-year-old girl visiting Six Flags Kentucky Kingdom in Louisville uh, lost both of her feet when a ride malfunctioned Thursday afternoon. Uh, it happened on the Superman Tower of Power, formerly known as, get this, the Elevator. Oh, uh, they that wait, they changed the name? They changed Yeah, that, yeah. dude. I remember- they they did. The elevator sounded <laughs> less uh i don't know it sounded oh, less inviting no i bro i remember when i was a kid I, it sounded dangerous people would be like oh man in, yeah. in louisville they got the elevator and i remember as a kid going they could say hell whoa like it was fucking whoa. crazy <laughs> all it did was take you like six eight stories in the air and just drop you really really yeah it's fast. like the, it's like the drop zone at uh king the Island. simplest yeah yeah the simplest contraption uh, but apparently a cable had, had had snapped loose on the ride and just shot off at bullet speed and yeah. took, uh, it took both of her ankles that were hanging over the edge of the ride. That just seems like something that a ride shouldn't do, right? <laughs> I mean, like, no, I, when I say, when I say, you know, cut a woman's legs off, I obviously mean that. But like, how is it possible for a part of it to just blast forth at enough of a rate to like, cauterize your fucking leg like luke's arm in fucking star wars you know what i'm saying like it's like when you pop a guitar string times like 150 like it's 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 like andre the giant pops a guitar string on an andre the giant size guitar can you fucking imagine being there like eating your king's island sloppy joe or whatever and then all of a sudden a a foot falls on you (laughs) Well, that was the thing. Here was the crazy part is the feet went flying. She was four or five, whatever, six stories in the air uh, when her, both of her feet got sliced off. And they found one foot on top of the canopy of like a snack hut that was nearby. What? And where, where did you the other this? foot was found in a bush. Where did you find I got this. I got this because my ex-girlfriend worked there. She worked there at the time that all this happened. And she can confirm this. It wasn't like, by this point, it was like ninth degree information. No, dude, one of them. (laughs) And then then a bird got one of them and flew off with it. And then two dogs fought over the other one, man. No, it was crazy. They said they found the canopy one uh, fairly easily because... You know, it was a foot that hit a fucking canopy. Oh, my God. But the God. second one in the bushes, it, I, I think it took them several minutes to find it. But I guess there had been people watching 
and they saw uh, which direction the the feet went flying, so to speak. <laughs> God, that's awful. I don't know. Did they? That's, that's a whole bunch of words I've never said in that particular order. Were they able to reattach her feet? Did that? Uh... Yeah, she was able to get one of her feet reattached, and the other one uh, n- not so much. So she just has she has she has one stumpy. And, <laughs> I think and she wants the, one the other one not so much. Uh, is that medical? Yeah, yeah there. But the other one, eh, not so much. What, what, yeah, what, what, was, what is it? A toe? Yeah, that was. That was is that a toe? <laughs> is it two toes? What do you mean, not so much. That was actually on her chart. The doctor was like, "Yeah, God not so much." It. Yeah, I remember the the hack joke at that time was oh yeah man you heard what happened to the girl right apparently she wasn't tall enough to ride it yeah she missed it by two feet <laughs> it's like come on come on <laughs> i'm look i'm not saying that's a that's a sensitive joke it's fucking not but uh you know no. uh, terrifying things happen what about this the six flags haunted castle disaster a fire ripped through a haunted castle at six flags great adventure park in jackson township new jersey killing eight teens this happened in 1984 a foam pad caught fire inside the structure which was made up of interconnected trailers and plywood frames that weren't equipped with sprinklers or smoke alarms jesus christ the 80s was a different time wasn't it Yes. It really was. Yes. God, I love it. It had just been sprayed with pure gasoline so the kids would get high and enjoy it more. <laughs> that, I, mean, I can't see how that could go wrong. I see no possible way that could end badly. Believe it or not, the tragedy prompted state legislatures to uh, pass laws requiring structures like haunted houses that meet uh, new fire safety measures. I can't believe I, I, I get that the 80s were more loosey-goosey, you know, the John Morgans of Morgans and Morgans hadn't come forth and sued them into making <laughs> <laughs> these kind of things yet. But I mean, what, sick reference, bro. Wouldn't you fucking assume cause, cause this? This is what happens with capitalism. And I'm not trying to be, you know, your goddamn brother in law who you know loves Che Guevara, but he doesn't even really know who he is. But this is true of capitalism. <laughs> like by 1984, we were all already on like the third generation of home consoles for video games. Yet we had not passed laws yet saying that you have to not make haunted houses full of children explode out of nowhere. Like that wasn't a regulation yet. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. On a on a side note, is that how you measure time? Like you were like way, way back in Sega Dreamcast, I used to work for Well, a, I mean, yeah, uh, because if you, if you tell me if you tell me Sega Dreamcast, I go, Oh, okay, and that's between like ninety nine and oh one, so that, that's a very specific time. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean because what I'm saying is again, think of all of the things we had accomplished by nineteen eighty four. We had put a man in the goddamn moon multiple like so much so that by eighty four we hadn't sent a man up there in like ten fucking years because we were bored with it. By 84, we were bored with going to the fucking moon, and yet we still couldn't pass legislation for smoke alarms in, in children's fun houses because the right person hadn't been sued yet. That's all I'm saying. And look, maybe it was a better time. Who's to say? Who's to say that wasn't better for us all? But, I, you know, anyway, uh, this was uh, a Daniel Tosh bit. Uh, this is, I'm going to go back to Goliath for this. Terrible things can happen with warning signs are only posted in a single language. This is what happened on September 7, 1998, when a man entered a fenced-off area underneath the Top Gun roller coaster in California's Great America Amusement Park. 25-year-old Hector Mendoza, who spoke only Spanish, entered into an employee's-only section of the park to retrieve his hat 
just as 28-year-old Jessica Medina's dangling legs came rushing by at 50 miles an hour. Mendoza, who had only been recently married, died about an hour after the incident as Jessica was being treated for a fractured leg. The ride was closed for the day while Mendoza's black hat remained at the scene with a police evidence tag next to it. Ooh, that's, yeah. Talk, yeah, because Tosh has the bit, and then his, you know, the punchline is, oh, man, you know, the worst thing about it, I broke my leg once, and, you know, all summer people were asking, how did it happen? <laughs> she had to retell the story. <laughs> that's terrible. That's not even the worst thing that I've ever heard involving a roller coaster. I mean, you know the you know the worst one, right? I don't know which one. Fabio got hit in the face by a duck. Oh Jesus Christ! Are you fucking shitting me? <laughs> <laughs> That's way worse. Yeah, than that that was being your day. The music or permanently died. disfigured. That was your day. The music died right there. That was your nine eleven. <laughs> That was my buddy Holly, uh, Richie Valens, yeah. airplane crash. You, you, you yeah, took your fucking it. Chevy to the levee <laughs> that fucking day. But it was Lawrenceburg, so it was just full of fucking <laughs> people, people ODing on Narcan or some shit. Just fucking. <laughs> I, so, yeah, I, I do. It's funny because I, you know, I Googled, you know, obviously the most. I mean, and there's so many horrible accidents, so obviously we're not going to be able to get to all of them, but. I Googled all of these horrible accidents, but you know what, Jeremy? I can't believe that didn't come up on any of the lists. Can you can you fucking believe that? No, no, it, it's very hard. It's very hard to believe. Yeah, because, I mean, he was such a, a cultural icon, that Fabio. Well, yeah, I mean, dude, my mom bought romance novels from Walmart with him. I bought, the- I can't believe it's not butter. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, dude, he was everywhere just for being sexy. Yeah, but, and I'm going to tell you right now, that man on the uh, on those commercials, you know, for the briefest of moments, I couldn't believe it wasn't butter. <laughs> if you've eaten it, I, you know, I, I can believe it wasn't butter. I think it's pretty, you know, it was. <laughs> God, what, what are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? Are we, we're going. We're, <laughs> it's like a 90s open mic night. Are you shitting me? <laughs> God damn it. This we're is- going to change the name of this show to 1990s open mic night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, the, cra- you know, the crazy thing is that he did kind of like, he's the 90s version of a, like a social media influencer. Like oh his God. job was just to be hot. Like he really was. You're right. He's one of these fucking dumb uh, airheaded cunts you see on Instagram that's like, like they live off of getting free shit. From you know people. what though? I'll say this. You know, we give Kim Kardashian shit. Oh, how did she get famous for getting fucked by Ray J? Bro, at least she's done some shit. At least, you know, she's yeah. fucking out there. You know, she has she's, dude, she's worth, what, hundreds of millions? I would I would take a dick from Ray J to be worth $100 million. I don't know. Have you seen that video? I, I mean, it might be two hundred. I don't care. He can he can split me like a hot dog in the microwave if I'm making hundred million dollars out of it. I hope that's on your Christian Mingle profile. That's what I fucking. It is. Thank you. 
Rosa Donaldson, a 52-year-old from New Orleans, was taking care of her four-year-old grandson for the summer. She purchased season passes to the zoo, the aquarium, the museum, and the Six Flags New Orleans amusement park. Oh, God. You know, <laughs> I told this before. I don't give a fuck. I remember we went to goddamn Orlando when I was 10 years old. This was the big vacation that, you know, we, we always talked about afterward, right? I mean, you know, we, you don't go to goddamn Orlando every year when you live in, you know, Eastern Kentucky, right? And we went to Epcot Center, the Magic Kingdom, and MGM Studios, all three of Disney's theme parks in the same day because we got free tickets by sitting through a timeshare presentation. We, we got those fucking tickets at like noon. And then we had like 10 hours to go see all three of the Disney theme parks with those. Well, that's what I, yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Like it's a, it's always a fucked up ticket. And if it's, if it's a concert, it's like obstructed view or if it's to a theme park, it, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Like on a particular day of the year and you can only go from like 2 PM to 4 PM or something. Uh, so anyway, Rose Donaldson, you know, grandma, she's hanging out in New Orleans. Well, she was trying to take care of her son, or her grandson, I should say. And the boy was getting to ride one of the park's newest attractions, the Joker's Jukebox, which consists of 30 cars that spun on six moving arms. That sounds fun. Well, Donaldson entered into a restricted area to ensure that her, her grandson was properly fastened just as the operator started the ride. One of the spinning cars hit her on the head and another one hit her on the abdomen immediately afterwards. She bled to death before she arrived at the hospital. Thankfully, the ride now plays a safety announcement. Oh, thank God. Um, before it begins. Oof, man. So, so what do you think happened? Like when she got hit by the ride, you think she spun around and then took a bump into a vat of acid and then <laughs> became the Joker? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. This was the start of her origin story. You're right about that. Yeah, you know, let's be honest, dude. That's a pretty fucking dope origin story. Like, if that's how you heard the, the you know, the Joker came to be, you'd probably be okay with it, right? But if the Joker was killed by a ride at Six Flags and then came back well, alive, well, that'd be yeah, the worst fucking slightly modified story that ever. story, but like... He... God damn it. This year I'm raising the season tickets. See, when you... When... <laughs> When you say Six Flags, it kind of it kind of sucks some of the the cool out of it. Like I was thinking yeah. more of like a, like a local county fair or some shit. I love the idea though that she spun around and did the Ric Flair walk and then did a fucking front bump into a vat <laughs> of acid that just so happened to be there. And then there she, was two guys walking by, like in an eighties movie. You know, they carry like oh, a painted yeah. glass or a cake or something. There's like two guys walking by with a vat of acid. Yeah, that's right. They were carrying, they were transporting their vat of acid from one yeah. plot point to another. And then she, I love that, and then like in Batman 1989, she would have to get out and then go to an underground plastic surgeon who slowly unraveled her face. How how much business was that guy getting? That's always something I wondered when I watched that movie. Um, let's what about this? A mother and daughter killed on the New Jersey roller coaster, August 28th, 1999. A roller coaster at Gillian's Wonderland Pier in New Jersey suffered two mechanical failures while making its ascent to the highest point in the ride. 
As the car approached the peak, it suddenly plunged 30 feet down the hill at an extreme speed toward a 90-degree angle on the track. I'm not going to lie. So far, this sounds fun as shit, doesn't it? <laughs> sounds great. Uh, Kimberly <laughs> Bailey, 39, and her 8-year-old daughter were sent flying to their deaths. Well, that doesn't sound as, as fun, I guess. That doesn't sound as fun at all. Uh, the I, first... like, I, like how, I like how you decided to open your big fat mouth right before the part where they died. So, well, I'm, dude, so but you're it's... talking about how Dutch how fun it is how fun it sounds and then the next thing literally you read is oh the weather did well bro i'm sorry but it's like it really sounded fun it was like it flung them at a ridiculous speed towards the cosmos and it was doing loop-de-loops and flippy dips and uh, <laughs> yeah and, and it's narrated by richard attenborough for sure <laughs> of course it was well, the first mechanical failure happened with the drag chain that is designed to pull the car to the top of the hill and detach moments before the car began its descent down the hill. Well, in this case, the drag chain disconnected before the car reached the top, causing it to roll backwards down the track. The second mechanical failure happened due to a faulty anti-rollback device. This tragedy caused the only fatalities at the pier in its 86-year history. Well, that's the thing. That fucking 86 years, you know that like they want to brag about it, but they can't, right? Ah, we only killed two family members. <laughs> you know, comparatively speaking, that's not, that's not a bad record compared to most theme parks. That's what I'm saying. Uh, by the way, I've got a list here. It's a fucking graph of the uh, deaths and injuries and this oh, did you did you did you have, did you have the graphics department print those up for you before you before we started recording by, did by you the, did you go downstairs to the lobby and find the graphics department and have them you know what i in my mind yeah a lot of the listeners out there do think that we are in obtuse angles plaza and you know if we fucking <laughs> and i when i say i go downstairs i jump on a little fire pole and i slide down and then i go to right Anyway, yeah, well, yeah, did. because we're kooky and we we do things the way we like. We're like Absolutely. Google. We've right. got sliding boards and stuff, and it's all fun around here. Yeah, exactly. We are like Google, except we generate zero dollars. So it's kind of mm -hmm. the kind of the exact exact opposite of Google. Anyway, uh, Disneyland and Disney World Resort, shockingly, only twenty four deaths. But here's the thing: um, they're not like I, I haven't seen any of them that happen from like you know, oh, this ride caught on fire. Like, look. Uh, October 17, 2010, man jumped to his death from a parking structure. Come on. March 13th, employee suffered a head injury while performing maintenance. I mean, it's boring shit. At least die fun. Let's see. A uh, boy drowned in resort <laughs> pool. No lifeguards were on duty. Okay, that was that was on Disney. That was on Disney. Um, child found dead at the bottom of resort. Okay, now we're getting juicier. Okay, let's see. May 26th. A uh, person jumped to their death inside of the central A-frame tower. Okay. All right. Let's see. Come on. We, we, we might get something here. Runner collapsed and died. Uh, uh, let's see. Person found inside of a burning car. There we fucking go. All right. I don't think that counts. Like, what does that got to do with a theme park? That's what I'm saying. None of these count. Person found dead inside of a burning car near the mini golf course. I, I what the fuck? I, hold on, let me let me Google. That's this. literally the most exciting thing that's ever happened at a mini golf course. <laughs> uh, that might be the only exciting thing that's ever. 
I got a birdie on a par four. And that, who fucking cares? It's that somebody burned to death over here. It's it's neat. Let's go watch this. Uh, yeah, but you know what though? The fucking shitty thing is that somebody did have the game of his life right before that happened. Like he was fucking sinking hole in ones, you know. Oh um, man, he was walking on cloud nine. He 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 moonwalked out to his car. He was probably some forty-eight-year-old dude, you know, talking mm-hmm. to some chick from high school. And he was really trying to fucking nail it. And he was wait from like from like high school when he went to high school. Absolutely, or, no. He, you're talking yes. to just a high random high school girl. No, his high school. Not there wasn't some. Oh, so I was like, so is he Kyle or is he a normal person? <laughs> Son or? of a fucking bitch. Uh, I, I found this wkrn.com. A body was found inside of a burning vehicle early Saturday morning near Walt Disney World. Well, well come on. They had the extinguishers. Uh, the fire marshal responded to the scene and assist homicide detectives. Holy fuck, this is like the craziest Disney World story ever. So what happened? Uh, let's see. De- uh, this is a follow-up. Death of man found in burning car. Not suspicious, deputies say. How the fuck is it not suspicious? <laughs> it's a small world after all. Yeah, you see, apparently he, uh, you know, the car exploded after he turned the key of his car outside of the well-known Italian restaurant. I don't think it's suspicious. <laughs> I don't think it's suspicious. Let's let's have some more fun. What about this? Let's go to a fun one. Let's go to something that maybe isn't as nasty. Six Flags coaster claims the life of a 52-year-old woman. Well, that's only one person. Uh, July 19, 2013, Rosie Esperanza was almost severed in half. God damn. Must have had a knife fight with her younger brother uh, while riding the Texas giant roller coaster at the Six Flags over Texas amusement park. The victim expressed, oh no, I read this one, yeah. The victim expressed concern about her safety harness after she boarded the ride. One of the operators assured her that she was properly secured and the roller coaster began its fatal ride. As the roller coaster rounded a turn, Esperanza's restraint came undone and she was thrown 75 feet onto a metal roof. An investigation began immediately. Two months later, the ride reopened with redesigned restraints, seat belts, and a test seat at the entrance to ensure that passengers could safely ride. The family did sue Six Flags. In response, the park and uh, the park sued each other. I guess the insurance company over the responsibility of the accident. That's nice. Yeah, no, you killed the bitch. Nah, you killed the bitch. Both companies <laughs> eventually reached an undisclosed settlement with the family. That is fucking sad. It is really sad. It's it's sadder that the all the insurance companies and the theme park and everyone involved kind of be, became an old Abbott and Costello bit. Who's on first? Yeah, her first <laughs> half's on first. Not her second half's on first. <laughs> Come on. Uh, oh, you know, it's not, it's it's just mean if you don't laugh. Exactly, right? It's mean if you don't laugh at this one. Accident at Expo Land killed one person, injured 19 others. Fujin Rajin 2, which I'm sure is pronounced exactly like that. Perfect. Uh, a six-car standing roller coaster derailed on May 5th, 2007 at the Expo Land in Suta, Osaka, Japan. The Children's Day accident. Oh, no. Oh, no, it was on Children's Day. Claimed the life of 19-year-old Yoshino Kogawara and injured 19 other passengers when the train smashed into a guardrail. Goddamn, spot monkeys always taking those guardrail bumps. Uh, and invest- <laughs> <laughs> You know, and Jack Tunney warned the roller coaster it would be fine for that. 
<laughs> that, you know, that's what I fucking love. Back in the day, they kayfabe that shit. They would be like, well, you know, he's going to get fined for smashing that man's face into a guardrail. But quite frankly, I don't think Adam Bomb cares. Uh, let's see. One of the axles <laughs> cracked while the train was entering halfway through the 3,500 foot course. It was discovered that none of the axles had been replaced during the 15 years that the roller coaster was in operation. A month after the accident, authorities reprimanded Expo Land when similar problems were found on another train. In July 2008, three employees agreed with the allegations of professional negligence, admitted to deliberately postponing the ride's mandatory inspections, and admitted that they had submitted a bogus safety report even after visible cracks began to appear on the damaged scale. Um, can we now just, that is the kind of case you want to watch on court TV for like six hours one day. Yeah, it like is. There's, there's interesting stuff there. It really is. And that is also an example of the difference in Japan and the United States uh-huh. when it comes to personal accountability. Like, because again, we just had the fucking story of Missouri, right? Or wherever the fuck that yeah. no, it was, it was in Texas. Where the motherfucker, like, again, the motherfucker who worked there with the park was like, it's safe, baby, don't you worry about it, baby. And then the fucking bitch flies out of the goddamn coaster, and then nobody <laughs> wants to take responsibility for it. And then this fucking story in Japan. Well, that's, I mean, that, well, it's it's Japan. They have Bushido over there. Like, they don't, they would have never even got to the trial because they would have all taken out swords and impaled <laughs> themselves on it in, in great dishonor. <laughs> Because everything I know about Japan, I know from like an Akira Kurosawa movie from the sixties. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, and you, but you've heard it seven different ways. That's the difference. yeah, yeah. That's um, there you go. Surely, in, in in all the research, you came across some stuff that happened at at these local places, right? Like I, I saw a video online a couple of years ago of uh, this ride that was uh, it was a lot like the elevator in that it had like a, a, a round carousel on it. Uh, filled with about 30 people around in a circle and it swung back and forth like a pendulum just like the one that sits on uh, the desk at your therapist's uh, office where the therapist you go to every week and that and it swings <laughs> back and forth and i watched a video of that thing broke off and sent yeah. like 35 people are hurling through the night carnival sky somewhere in like kansas city or or you know somewhere some weird no-name town <laughs> and but the thing is, is that the big, the big carousel piece had all these lights on it. So when it went flying off the machine with 30 people in it, probably 60 feet in the air at 45 miles per hour, it was kind of beautiful because all the lights were, were putting off tracers on the video in the night air. And it was, and of course it had music playing. You know, like yeah, who was, wants yeah. to fucking die when you're on a ride at a carnival and it's like, uh, you know, <laughs> like who wants to die to that fucking song? Like this song is playing in the background and people are screaming as they go hurling through the night. Uh, but look, it's crazy. Look, life is a fucking circle, though, right? I mean, because yeah. let, let's be honest, if they died like at a state or a county fair, they probably fucking were conceived a cotton eye Joe. The first time they got fingered <laughs> by a carny, they were listening it's to Cotton Eye Joe. Circle of Life. God damn. Now, I've seen that video. You were talking, and I couldn't find the exact one, 
the, I know the Ohio State Fair was one of them that happened recently. That one was fucking horrible. This was uh, from CBC News. Video taken by a witness showed the fireball swinging and rotating in the air before it malfunctioned and parts flew off. Actually, that is what you're talking about. Throwing yeah. passengers onto the ground. The aggressive thrill ride is one of a handful of, atta- of attractions that have malfunctioned at fairs and amusement parks over the years. Yeah, I uh, I read about that. And the, here's the funny thing. And I hate to say funny thing about it. I was doing a remote out at the Illinois State Fair. And this yeah. was like the next year. And I'm waiting in line. And I'm fucking looking at this goddamn ride. And I'm like, man, doesn't that look just like... And the guy went, yeah, yeah, it is. And I'm like, oh, and he goes, no, 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 it is. Uh, what are you talking about? They had repaired it and brought it back on the fucking road. And it was the same fucking one that malfunctioned. Jeez. And people, were, and again, I'm just, look, I'm sure it is safe. I mean, I'm sure for God's sake, you know, in order to not Stop. get sued, you know. Stop. But- there's no, no, there's no legalities <laughs> to that. It's not fucking safe. If you go on it, you're a moron. I love, I love when we bring shop jock Jeremy out. Nah, fuck those people. <laughs> fuck yeah, those it's so people. funny. I, I think about that. And that the, you remember there was always at least a, one, one or two of the rides at your local county fair that had really loud, terrible music. But I, I got on a, a ride at the county fair when I was a kid. And a girl, a 16-year-old girl had been on the ride through me. And apparently when the ride was going around in a circle, it just kind of went up and over these waves and around us in a circle. And apparently it was enough to jostle one of her titties loose from her bra. So she just had like a tit flapping. So when the ride came to a stop, she got out. I guess she didn't realize maybe she didn't feel the breeze on her nipple. Uh, But that titty was hanging out. It was the very first real girl titty I'd ever seen outside of my mom's in real life. And and I remember it so vividly because when she gets up, I see that titty. And I all I can hear is that music plan. You spin me right round, baby. Right. And now to this day, man, I still get about half a chub every time that damn Dead or Alive song comes on. I think about that one titty. Did you go watch the wedding singer and just come in the middle of that montage? <laughs> <laughs> I did, yes. What what happened? I mean, did somebody point out that this titty was, was out to her? I don't know. She, I, I, I was just left standing there, mouth agape, all starry-eyed, staring oh, into God. the middle distance while she turned around and went on about her. Mouth agape. Just... I know what game you were trying to play. You were trying to stumble into that fucking titty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. I was about to, yeah, I was about to trip and fall and land right on that titty. Mouth yeah, first. I'm telling you. I, I, I'd have been like that part of the Simpsons where Marge is like, no, Homer, don't you eat this pie? And he's like, Okay. And then he fucking goes, okay, Pi, I'm just going to open my mouth and move towards you. And if you get eaten, it's your fault. It was like you. <laughs> I did. I did. I had, a, I had a really, uh, I had an erection for a really long time after that. I'm Probably the rest of the evening. I, I think I went priapismic. Well, let's try to kill it with one last story. The world's largest indoor triple loop coaster. See, this is what I was talking about earlier. This is a man's death. This ain't dying on some, you know, having a heart attack because, you know, you had too many corn dogs before you got on the teacups. This is the real fucking deal. On the evening of June 4th, 1896, wow. That would have been a very different coaster. (laughs) 1986, the West Edmonton Mall in Canada was packed 
with people attending a concert, typical evening shoppers, and others waiting for a chance to ride the world's largest indoor roller coaster, the Mind Bender. Well, the ride had been shut down twice that evening when the operator heard a metallic sound coming from the train. When the ride reopened, 12 people joyfully got on. Have you, have that ever happened to you before? I guess you, if you haven't ridden that many coasters, I've done this. When like you're waiting in line and all of a sudden, you know, and this happens a lot, you know, these coasters are very safe, right? So all of a sudden they'll be like, hey folks, sorry, we got to shut it down for uh, maintenance issues. But we're going to try to reopen. Yeah, that happens a lot now that I think about it. Right. I remember a lot of rides, them shutting it down for a few hours. And then people just as fast as they fucking could. As soon as they opened the gate again, they were right yes. back over there. I'll never forget because that happened with us when we were kids because we're fucking 12. What else are we going to do? Sure, we'll wait. And then I remember when they opened it back up, I remember going like, hey, you know, maybe we can let them go on first and then we can go on second. <laughs> yeah. And my friends were like, you fucking pussy. You get on the fucking ride, you <laughs> pussy. Well, you don't want to die all of a sudden. Fuck your butt, you know. So, uh, so we you know ride the ride. Well, you know, I'm, I'm assuming maybe that conversation happened on this day in June of 1986 because shortly into the who, ride, who was your friend? Like Scott Farkas and the other little the guy that followed him. Like, like, why are they trying to try this cocaine, Kyle? Come on, take cocaine and get on this ride, Kyle. Your friends were like every bully from every movie in, in the 80s. Kind of, why did you, my wife, my mom, you all say that? It's so silly. Anyway, uh, <laughs> shortly into the ride, the train derailed and hurled two bodies up to 100 feet. That's, do you ever watch Boy Meets World? You, you see that episode where Mr. Feeney and Eric get on the ride and they're the, fir- they're the first two on. And then when they come back, they've switched places and one is in front of the no. other. <laughs> no, and no, I was too busy sleeping with women. Oh, bullshit. Bullshit. The chicks that you were I was fucking- too busy getting laid and playing uh, in a band and performing no, I'm just for saying women. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you must not have been that good. Nobody offered you cocaine. Uh, shortly in the <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, Tony Mandrusiak, 24, and his fiance Cindy Sims, 21, were violently killed when the train derailed. Sims was partially decapitated when her body was thrown onto a concrete ledge. Damn. Oh, man, that's so fucking heavy metal. Um, a th- it's awful. A third, a third death, David Sagar, uh, occurred moments after the derailment when his car stalled upside down during one of the loops and his body fell from the ride onto the mall floor. Oh, my God. Fuck, can you imagine fucking dying right next to a kiosk that sells bootleg Rick and Morty merchandise? Oh, my God. (laughs) Something shitty. Like, you know, he didn't die at a cool store like Hot Topic or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, I know what year you graduated high school if you think a cool store was Hot Topic. (laughs) uh, Who am I kidding? I went there a couple days ago. That's going to do it for us, everybody. Hey, we're going to be doing even more theme park disasters on the way. Not next week because we got to make up our stupid new sexy stories episode for you. So that's going to be coming at you next week. Again, uh, serious apologies. We really try to get something out every single week. We couldn't do it last week, but we are going to be making it up to you soon. Okay, so check us out. I know I did talk to a couple of people who genuinely seemed disappointed in the lack of episodes last week. And uh, for them, I say thanks for going back and checking out the hashtag #EverGreenMan episodes to get your fix, just like they said they did. And you could do it too, man. 
at obtuseanglesdotlipson.com. You want to hear macabre stories. You want to hear uh, pop culture, true crime, and the like. Do it all. These episodes are free and evergreen man. Like we said, follow us on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter. That is your direct link to this show. I am at Funny Man Fields. He's at Sutherland JP. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Man, we are all over the interwebs, and we're going to be live and coming at you next Monday, delivered directly to your digital doorstep. Jeremiah, what do you say? You tell him goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.